Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeedGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeedGeek.com and use promo code SIDERETIREDPOD in all capitals for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the New York Yankees, New York Mets, and Big Time Rush. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. All righty, welcome back to this edition of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. It is Dylan joined alongside James and Jack, as always. And today, I think we're just going to call this episode Judgment Day, because the topic that's on everyone's mind is Aaron Judge. We're coming off another two home run game. He's now at 57 home runs on the season, five short of the American League Roger Maris record-breaking home run. So we're going to get into a lot of Judge topics, which include probably his MVP candidacy, his free agency, the Yankees in general, just sort of a lot of Aaron Judge talk because we know that's a conversation that a lot of our listeners who are majoritively uh, New York-based probably want to get into. I know Jack and James probably have some similar ground when it comes to Aaron Judge, but you're going to hear a lot of differences. So they're going to be the guys taking main control of this episode. I will be here to make sure no blood is shed, no tears are cried, and that this doesn't turn into an all-out war. But those guys are going to pretty much take over this thing. So James, turn to you first. How you doing? Doing good, you know. I've been very impressed with Aaron Judge uh, these past couple of days. Uh, you know, I believe he's hitting 540 with seven homers over his last 12 games. A very impressive stretch um, for the American MVP runner-up. Um, you know, he's been he's been excellent. Um, you know, I think I think one thing that was really leading his case was that you know he was the leader on this dominant Yankees team that was going to win 115, 110, 115 games. Uh, that team is no more. Um, you know, I think the Yankees are just another middle-of-the-pack team in the American League now, and that kind of takes some of the the luster out of Aaron Judge's, you know, illustrious season uh, that he's had. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's been playing great. You know, he's he's really the only one that you can rely on to show up every day on this Yankees team. Uh, but I'm rocking with Shohei. Uh, as my American League MVP pick. Um, and yeah, there's really nothing that Mr. Staffenbach is going to be able to tell me uh, about OPS plus minus thousand war OBA X minus FIP uh, that will tell me otherwise. All right. Well, let's introduce the other side of this conversation. Jack Staffenbach, I know you're just feeling as good as James on another win. The AL East is accordingly over to you, but and you. judge debate, you know, get into it. Well, uh, you know, I'll I'll make this quick analogy before. I think what James Tausig just did is equivalent of throwing Aaron Judge an 85-mile-an-hour fastball with no riser sink at this current moment, and he crushes it 500 feet. As this man is currently locked in, he's the American AL uh, front front runner, not runner-up, contrary to James' belief. And if I were to read he, the stats, he leads in war, offensive war, F4, B war. He's fourth in batting average, leads in on base, uh, leads in slugging, leads in OPS, leads in batting runs, leads in adjusted OPS, leads in championship win pro- winning probability added, leads in winning probability added, leads in adjusted batting wins, leads in offensive winning percentage, leads in intentional walks, is fourth in stolen base percentage, leads in sp- power speed combo, leads in a pass per home run, leads in base out runs added, leads in win probability added, and he also is 
crotching every single pitch, leading in WOBA and ex-WOBA, and is currently fourth in walk percentage. And I know that was a huge mouthful, but that the underlying tone to all of that is Aaron Judge has been absolutely dominant on the offensive front, perhaps one of, the, one of if not the best offensive seasons we've ever seen, certainly ones excluding those juicers, as most recently that comes to mind is Barry Bonds. You know, he had that dominant stretch in 01 to 04, which on a per numbers basis certainly is in a league above Judge's current standing. But, you know, if you look at it with the context of knowing, you know, the substance is coursing through his veins, I would say Judge's feet is currently more impressive, especially considering the fact that Bonds played in an era that was more friendly to run scoring and Judge now is playing in one of, if not the most pitcher dominant eras we've ever seen. So, so I do. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. No, you're good, you go. I was just going to say. You had me at war. You had me at Exwova. I'm starting to learn some of those new stats. There were a couple that you threw in there that I gotta just question. So some of them are baseball reference win probability. So that's so win probability is basically how much you increase the team's uh, percentage of winning, and then championship win probability is how much you increase your team's percentage of winning the World Series. It's all found on Baseball Reference. Judge leads the American League in both. And I know the main argument for this is Shohei Otani. You know, he's done something never been seen before. Very impressive. But if I was going by stuff I've never seen before, I've never seen an infielder go out and dominate and play great out, uh, elite defensive outfield like Osvaldo Cabrera has. Does that mean he's even remotely close to being to earning any kind of award candidacy? No. And is that apples to apples to Shohei Otani? Of course not, but I am a Yankees fan making a case for Aaron Judge. The point remains is because of Shohei Otani's, you know, his vast his, his, his unique position in history is certainly not worthy to discredit and discredit what Aaron Judge is currently doing on the offensive side of the on the plate. Shohei is current, you know, he's has nothing short of impressive. I think it's, you know, he currently is the AL runner-up, without a doubt in my mind. But to disvalue and to say that every single statistic created to evaluate pitcher compared to a hitter, you look at the three war calculations, you look at win probability added, Aaron Judge leads by a war by a wide margin. It's not particularly close. And the fact of the matter is James, you know, cited that the Yankees had a collapse. DJ LeMayu or Andrew Benintendi or the other or, you know, his favorite Yankee to, to roast Garrett Cole having setbacks in the month of July or August did not affect Aaron Judge's candidacy as much as the Angel losing 17 straight game affects Shohei Otani's. You know, in, in the fact of value and how we interpret value has commonly been mis- misunderstood in the regard that people interpret. All right. For example, 1998, Sammy Sosa's team went on and uh, made an unexpected uh, pennant run. So therefore, his 66 home runs from uh, Mark McGuire's 70, despite Mike McGuire having a superior offensive season, and therefore Sosa ran away with the MVP voting. People look at that and determine value, where in regard if Shohei and Judge currently switch places, their respective teams would likely be in almost the exact same scenarios they are now because of the talent they have around them. That shouldn't affect a player's certain MVP candidacy. Aaron Judge right now is having an overall superiority season to the fact that his numbers are so good that he's able to clear a pitcher and hitter who's dominating in both fields, by the way, by a wide margin. All right. I will throw it at James because one of the things that MVP is often sort of thrown out, and it's an interesting conversation, is MVP just straight up the best player in baseball? Or is it, as the stat says, it's the most valuable player? Because oftentimes the two will get confused. Shohei Otani could... By the numbers, and Jack saying he's not, but just in hypothetical, Shohei Otani could have the best offensive pitching numbers in baseball. But you can make the argument the Angels suck. The Angels aren't good. The Angels lost like they're winning 70 games this year. So he's not that quote unquote valuable because without him, the Angels still last. And without Judge, the Yankees are who knows, third place. I think some people have thrown out that if the Yankees didn't have Judge, they'd be in third place. But so in general, 
you have to wonder, is the MVP literally the most valuable player or is it just the best player? And James, I think that's a question for you because Otani is your guy and obviously the Angels have stunk all year, but um, anything if you want to add on that point? I don't I don't really know, to be honest. Um, some years they vote on it as, you know, the guy who's most valuable to the best team. I think an example of that would be like 2017 Jose Altuve. Uh, Judge was superior in all offensive statistical categories except for uh, batting average and strikeout percentage. Uh, and somehow Altuve managed to win that MVP. Uh, but then, you know, you look back at other times like 2019 when Mike Trout won over Alex Bregman. Uh, Bregman was on, you know, the best team in the American. The American League, the Houston Astros, had very similar stats to Trout, uh, and Trout seemed to edge him out um, that time. So, uh, in my opinion, it should be the best overall player in baseball, um, or in that league in baseball. Uh, who cares about winning? Who cares about all that? Uh, just give it to the best player. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how the writers are going to vote this year. All right, now let's. Oh yeah, Jack, go ahead. I agree with that interpretation. I think it should go to the best player. And I think people misunderstand value for, as I mentioned, you know, how good a team is around you. You know, right for years, Mike Trout has been the best player in baseball in baseball and people discounted him because of, you know, the teams around him. And like, as James mentioned, like that, it's not really a good way to interpret it because, you, you know, look at value as, you know, I know war attempts to calculate it, which it certainly has its problems. But we look at like a wide margin like this. Like, you know, a player who's significantly more valuable but is on a worse team is not necessarily better than a player who is worse but on a better team. That's the value like that doesn't, you know, it's not uh, interchangeable where one is, you know, one would because one's better on a worse team promotes a better situation. And if we look at it in this way, you know, someone like Judge who's been significantly more valuable, someone who's been on necessarily a not a worse team, but one that because it's, you know, if you subtract his war of the differential, Aaron Judge currently is a war over nine and the Yankees division lead is down to six. So I know you mentioned the collapses of perhaps, you know, a rebuttal to his MVP case. I look at it as an, even an affirmation saying that if he's not there, as Dylan mentioned, you know, maybe the team, it doesn't look like they're in the same position they are now. All right, and then that's going to transition us off to our next conversation with Aaron Judge, and that involves his free agency and what happens after this year. I think Jack is 99.9, see what I did there with the numbers, percent sure that Aaron Judge is going to be a member of the New York Yankees for now and for the future and probably have a C on his jersey. I'm not as confident. I've thrown the San Francisco Giants. I've thrown the guys in Queens out there. I've even thought as a dark horse, maybe the Chicago White Sox. I don't know. Just thinking out loud there about what teams could fit with him in the future. Jack, I'll let you go first because I'm pretty sure your point is going to be the easiest to defend. Aaron Judge, Yankee for life, question mark. Yeah, just looking at the history, I know people will come up with Cano. They'll cite, you know, um, Bonds going to San Francisco, a Bay Area native. Just look at the history. I know people commonly this year, especially and the year prior, where the Yankees kind of more so restricted themselves on the free agent market than they have in years past. There has never been in the entire history of the New York Yankees when it was, you know, J- days of Jacob Rupert to Hal Steinbrenner to now, uh, you know, there's been no top player of this caliber. Aaron Judge, if you look at, you know, OPS Plus, I think is a more, you know, palatable stat for non-analytics fans. I'm not a huge fan. I prefer the fan graphs version of the, of the metric. But OPS Plus or WRC Plus, if you are like me, Aaron Judge currently is the fourth highest of all Yankees in our history. Only Ruth, Gehrig, Mantle have higher. That I think is quite the impressive feat, be considering you know the number of acclaimed stars that have graced the pinstripes and the fact that his marketability, his six foot seven frame, 
playing center field, going to the stadium where he had a section renamed after him in his rookie year. That type of marketability with talent, you do not let Walker right away, especially if you're a $6 billion company. The Aaron Judge is not going anywhere. The Yankees would lose dollars by passing up on such a player. James, Aaron Judge's free agency. Go for it. Hey, soak it in, Yankees fans. Uh, this is your last I mean, This is your last 24 games watching Aaron Judge in a Yankees uniform. Uh, the Yankees will be losing game four of the American League Divisional Series um, this season. So, you know, soak them up. You know, wear your 99s. Uh, wear them proud. Wear them loud. Um, you know, appreciate greatness uh, while, while he's still in the Bronx. Um, but but I don't think how uh, and them are gonna back the Bronx truck up to the to the judge household. Uh, so I do have I do have to ask where do you see him going? Bold prediction time. Let's go. I just uh, it it pains it it hurts me yeah, deep no, down in, inside my bones. But I I don't see a world where Aaron Judge isn't a Boston Red Sox. Um, I. I think, you know, you look at the curse of the Bambino, you look at Babe Ruth, you know, coming over from the Red Sox to the Yankees. I think a hundred years later, the Red Sox could could revert this curse back onto so, the Yankees. So, so the, the, I just want to clarify, the Red Sox weren't willing to pay Mookie Betts, their homegrown star, their version of Aaron Judge, weren't willing to extend Xander Bogarts the money he was willing to, and were not willing to extend Rafael Devers the money they were willing to, but they're going to go out and sign the probably the highest total, biggest contract in the free offseason. That's what you're saying, correct? Just just want to clarify. The reason they didn't pay all of those people is because they're going to go get the big one. Playing chess, not checkers, Jack. Himothy. So so and missed, you know, they've called the retooling window and one where they traded away bets and missed the championship window and they set their franchise back years in order to lower their payroll costs. They're going to go and sign up the highest paid position player, and they're going to outbid the New York Yankees when have shown with Bernie Williams in various cases before that when their rivals bid on their stars, they up the price exponentially. They're this going to outbid the Yankees this, when they this bid. This isn't George Steinbrenner, Jack Staffenbeck. This isn't George. I think the Steinbrenner debate is for another day for a great offseason episode. We'll keep this on Judge, but obviously, I think what we can agree on. He'll be a matter of Red Sox. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. But I'm going to take away and tell me if I should stop. I think we all agree he's a good player. It's <laughs> he's either one or two in MVP voting. And I think Shohei Otani is a unicorn. But at the same time, you have to realize that Aaron Judge is having a unicorn type season as well with 56 home runs. 57? Seven. Yep. 57 home runs. It will be. And obviously, there's still three weeks left in the season. So you never know. Shohei Otani could go out there and not give up a run for the next three weeks and Judge gets cold. Or, as James mentioned before we recorded, he could all of a sudden get extremely hot and go on a Barry Bonds run at 70 homers this season. So there's obviously still time to go. But we figured coming off a two-home run game from Aaron Judge tonight that this would be a good time to give you this episode and obviously some bold predictions. I'll just throw out the Chicago Cubs. I know I said White Sox earlier backs, and I think the Cubs with Jason Hayward's contract coming off the books, or at least I think, I forget how they're they're playing. I think they're working on a buyout with him that he won't be a part of the team next year, and he still has one year left of control. But it seems like the Cubs are strangely all of a sudden for a team rebuilding, all of a sudden getting very concerned with their finances for next year. So I just throw out that the Cubs, maybe if it's even, maybe it's not Judge, but maybe it's Trey Turner. So I'm going to throw out that the Cubs are going to be 
in on an interesting big free agent this offseason. Some housekeeping notes for side retired in general. I don't think our guest that was supposed to hop on with us on Friday. They are postponing until next week. So there's a chance that there's not a guest this week. We will however, get you an episode for Friday morning. But special news, we will have not one. Guess what, Jack? Not two. And James, guess not. But we're actually going to have three guest interviews for you guys next week in the week of September 19th through 23rd. Something special is happening on September 23rd. I'm just going to say, hey, Jacka, make sure David's on that birthday shout out, you know, grind that he he gets that video done for a certain someone that's talking right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I digress. In general, we're going to have three great episodes coming at you guys next week featuring a lot of guests from SNY, Georgetown Baseball, as well as another special surprise guest that will happen next week. But make sure to keep your eyes peeled out for those as well as all the other great content down below. This one, I know we mentioned Aaron Judge, future captain. If you want to learn more about the current or the old captain of the Yankees, check out our interview with Randy Wilkins, who wrote the Derek Jeter documentary. So, James, Jack, unless there's anything else either of you guys want to throw in. All right. Until Friday, we will be back. And with that, the side is retired.